What up, everybody, and welcome to the Short Series Podcast. On this podcast, I'll sit down with artists, creatives, and young entrepreneurs to talk about their stories. This podcast was recorded in Kansas City, Missouri with a talented artist. Enjoy the wave. What up, everybody? It's Nate with Street Wave, and welcome to another short series podcast. I hope everyone's well. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying warm. Uh, my guest today, but oh, first of all, though, before I introduce you, brother, um, this weather's been outrageous the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. I know that we booked for Friday last week, mm-hmm. but I'm glad we got you in on Tuesday, so I appreciate your time. Uh, today, my guest, um, Alex Duncan, um, graphic designer, KCAI, mm-hmm. Kansas City Art Institute. Um, what else about you, man? Uh, I'm also a musician. I play guitar. Um, I'm a little rusty right now, but uh, um, we'll talk about that later. That's yeah. actually how I got into um, like creativity and stuff and art. Um, I'm a huge reader. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I always so, talk to yeah. Blake about books. Yes, at, yes. So just a little cafe. backstory for the listeners. We met um, almost three years ago. Yeah. You were, you were a student at, at the Kansas City Artists. Yeah. just took on the role of managing the coffee shop there. Yeah. Um, actually, that's a funny story. I actually thought about that when I was walking in. Did you? Yeah. The well, I think it's it's cool to see, um, you know, the last three years of what you've been through. Oh, yeah. And so many other people there, but including yourself. So I really appreciate your time. I'm glad you came on. Um, we can tell listeners as well that you are the big part with Street Wave. You did the new design that we've been going out for 2020. So mm-hmm. um, you are really talented. So I, I thank you again for like, thank you. doing that design. It's, it's That's no flawless, problem. slick, really, really cool. A lot of appreciation from a lot of the homies too. A lot of people saying, man, what, what great design. So I think we're on to something great. Yeah, yeah. So let's get to your story. Uh, give us a little background about like, where you grew up um, and then how art found you or how you found art, how you got creative. Okay. Where you are right now. So um, in high school, I was huge into drawing. Like I actually, uh, in my art class, one of my fellow students asked me to do his drawing project for him because I was like one of the top students in our in our uh, art class. Um, and then from there, I got really, really, really into heavy metal music in high school. Wait, hold on now. What's, what's really heavy music like? Um, so in high school, it was like Kill Switch Engage. Hey. Uh, between the original band, though. The yeah, band. yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what was, what, what's their first vocalist name? Uh, Jesse, Jesse something. And then they got Howard. Yes. Uh, Howard Jones. Howard Jones. Yeah. Um, between the Buried and Me, that was Ooh, another big one. Man. That's what got me really into progressive Ooh. metal music. <clears throat> um, their live shows are insane. Still a band I want to see live. Mm-hmm. First concert I ever went to was uh, Born of Osiris, After the Burial, and All Shall Perish at Pops in St. Louis. And like I was like, this is my first show? Holy crap. And uh, so... The hardcore scene. From there, I got in, like really into pl- uh, playing heavy metal music on guitar. Um, I used to own a seven-string guitar. Uh, and then... I moved, so long story short, I ended up in Kansas City. I'm still like really into music. I'm just working a management job at, uh, you know, Pickleman's. I was a manager there. So I was living with uh, three other dudes and we had a studio in the basement. And um, it was just like three years of just, you know, shooting the shit in the basement, like playing music. And I was like, you know, this really isn't going anywhere. So uh, finally I pressured myself into going 
back to school, so I went to MCC and I was like, what can I go to go in for? Because I had gotten really in, into reading before that as well. I kind of made that, that's where the transition happened. Were you a big uh, reader in high school? No, not at all. I was a terrible student in high school, dude. Oh, bro, I was like terrible. English, not happening. No, Math, slept through all of it. I hated geometry, but I was yeah. bro, let's go. Anyway, I, reading. Yeah, I, I slept through all the movies too. Yeah. Like, they're good movies, and I slept through all of them. I was just shit in high school. But uh, it was in Kansas City. I, it was like either Influx by Daniel Suarez or The Humans by Matt Haig. But I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like reading, like your imagination just goes wild. Oh, for sure. And uh, so I kind of made that transition. And then um, I was like, what can I go to school for that can kind of blend creativity and the love of reading and the love of books? It's graphic design. Because in graphic design, you're working with typography, communication, books especially. That's like one of the major things of graphic design is book making, book designing, uh, typesetting, um, learning all about typography. So my love for graphic design slowly increased at MCC. I started getting really into it, especially after graphic design history. We had to read this huge book called The History of Graphic Design by Megs. It's called Megs History of Graphic Design. And I, we had to read that whole thing. It's like the whole history all the way back to, uh, what is it, like the um, Code of Hammurabi, because, you know, it's, it's etchings and stuff and uh, cuneiform writing. So all the way back from there, all the way up to now, and I was like, holy shit, this is like the history of civilization. So that really changed my mindset about graphic design. And then, as I was telling you earlier, I kind of got sick of MCC. I got really mad at uh, one of the classes I had. Asked the instructor, hey, should I go to KCAI? Do you think I do well there? And like, oh yeah, you should totally do it. So I applied, I sent them my portfolio, my transcript, got a scholarship, and then boom, sophomore year, like, we had this instructor named Tony Brock that like really taught us how to get excited about our work and then uh, totally changed my perception of graphic design and what it can be. And now here I am, like, just yeah. loving it. How was that yeah. first semester? Crazy. Was it? It was insane. Was it everything you expected? I slept in the studio three times. <laughs> like, this is the only time I can sleep. Yeah, yeah, no, it was insane because this dude, Tony, anybody that was in my, in my class will tell you about this. Like, we had this dude for uh, six hours every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We had him first thing in the morning all the way until three o'clock in the afternoon. And then our typography instructor she had to go to Dallas because the flood affected her family. So she would be out of town all the time. So then he took over in the typography class. So we had this dude for nine hours of studio, and this dude was nuts. Like, he had us doing, like, semester-long projects. We had stuff due every Monday. Like, we were up until, like, 3 a.m. all the time, and it finally got to the point where I was like, i got to fucking sleep here. So I would, like, literally sleep under my desk in the studio and, like, try to cover up I was back in the corner. I had to like cover the uh, the opening of my desk up with something so that way security wouldn't see me when they walked in. Oh my God. So that should give you a pretty good idea about how fucking insane it was. But um, uh, I think after that, it was like what we learned from that though is how you you if you work really hard and have a huge output of work, you start getting those habits, you know, like making iterations mm -hmm. and uh, just not stopping you know you can't in graphic design you can't just make something and be like all right that's it that's that's the one you have to just keep 
yeah. trying out new things. So we learned that, you know. Would you say there was any other positive habits that you were able to obtain your first year that like helped? Did it, did like things just come on as a light bulb since you had previous college years? Did you see things differently as like coming in as a sophomore regular than like so, a, a sophomore that like came in as a freshman there? Yeah, that's interesting because I got to skip foundations. Yeah. And apparently foundations is hell there. Oh, Some yeah. people just hate it. Yeah. Like they have like PTSD from yeah. it. Um, so I'm kind of glad that I got to miss out on that. But from what I've seen going through the shows at the end of the semester, I'm like, damn, I really wish I would have done that. I feel like that that would have been way better of an experience than MCC was because the design program at KCAI is way different. Yeah. There's a way different like structure to it. Yeah. Um, and the whole like emphasis on being in studio all the time is way different. That's one, one of the things I learned uh, my first year, sophomore year was like be in studio because in your uh, professional practice, you're gonna be in a studio you're not going to be working at home if you're working for an agency. I mean, freelancers can work at home, whatever. But it's it's best if you have a separation yeah. of work and home yeah. life. Well, which I was, I mean, uh, I hope I'm right on this. That's also a struggle there is having uh, two separate lives. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not like in that lifestyle already, or if someone didn't like, you know, show you that, mm -hmm. am I wrong on that? You mean, you mean being in studio all the time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because it's a real problem right now because this last semester that we just finished, nobody was in studio. Nobody. Like it used to be this bit, like my sophomore year was like a community feeling, you know, and uh, that's been totally lost. And I want to just like tell the underclassmen like yo be in studio yeah. because you can learn from us the upperclassmen because we're all in there together yeah. it's not separated yeah. and I love helping people yeah. so uh, yeah it's was it was it studios differently from like the painting where it was like very excluded or like you had like there was always drapes like you had to you had to like peek in to see what someone was doing in a no studio. it's not like that at all it's um it's desks we have uh, adjustable desks and there's two rooms they're separated by a door, but the door's always open. But actually, this coming semester, all the seniors will be in that other room because we'll be doing our degree projects. Um, but no, it's, it's like, and also there's a rule that uh, two people on the same grade level can't sit across from each other or adjacent to each other. There has to be an underclassman sitting across from an upperclassman all the time. So that way, because it facilitates, you know, learning from your superiors. Yeah. Not your superiors, I don't want to make it sound like that. It's learning from people that have been there longer than you. Yeah. More experience. It's leadership. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know that. I yeah. know that, like, uh, that, that was in the habitat of that. Mm -hmm. Like, that was the, that was really good. Yeah, it's I, a rule. I didn't, I didn't see that in other places, and maybe I just didn't ask or, like, look for that. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing I learned also about graphic design is that it has one of the biggest curriculums actually just today I was working on the admissions cards and I had to put the curriculum of each major uh, um, on the back of them and like when I got to graphic design like the list just got like ten times longer yeah, not ten times like two times but it's in it's the curriculum's insane there so speaking of classes did you have any like favorites that really spoke out to you? I know typography. Mm -hmm. but, so a little bit on my side on typography, I love it. Graffiti, mm -hmm. always studying, checking out. 
there's some other people that I really admire. So a lot of like I've seen in galleries that I've got the chance to like really like see in real life and be like, damn, this is a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of commitment. Mm -hmm. um, anything that comes out stands out to you on the classrooms? Uh, yeah. So the the design systems project we did last semester, the pop up. That was, I love that, that, that. I think everybody put all of their effort into that because... And you saw it, and you yeah. felt it when you were in there. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Epperson Auditorium yeah. was just full of all of our pop-ups. Yeah. yeah, so that was that was the show for the seniors, essentially. We tried to make one over in the studio, but it, it got just overlooked. Like, yeah. nobody, I don't think anybody went to it that yeah. wasn't in uh, the department yeah. because the pop-ups... Like we were trying to get everybody over there because we were actually selling stuff and had experiences going on. So uh, that project was awesome. Um, I think first year, the sophomore year that we had with Tony, it was visual communication, image, um, type one. All of those so far have been the best because we made these cool, like awesome artifacts, like huge books that are like an inch, th two, an inch to two inches thick that are just drawing after drawing, you know. Uh, got to make a lot of just cool stuff. Now, like, the further into it you get, there's more research, which is cool. Um, things things get more, less experimental and more refined yeah. and professional and stuff like that. So the earlier years are the better ones, yeah, for sure, what, what as far the, as classes go. The pop-up you did? Uh, Ideologue, it was... Um, it was the, so I recently learned about this new, not semi-new, practice in design called uh, design fiction, and it's also called speculative design, and it can also be called critical design. That's kind of like a subset of it. So this pop-up that I made was a critical design. It's um, we learned we read this text by this really um, influential design studio in uh, uh, the I think they're in the Netherlands. They're called Experimental Jet Set. Okay. And it was this interview they did about um, ideology, <clears throat> and it's they're essentially saying that uh, ideology is design, design is ideology, and what you can in, in design and everything around you, the visual communication, you can see the dominant ideology that you're living in, you know, um, and it kind of builds the things like your world around you essentially, which can be a good or a bad thing. So my pop-up was this identity system that was critical of that. And instead of making like this beautiful brand, I wanted to make this bare bones, black and white. It didn't start off as black and white, but just strip all the stuff away and just be as blunt about the, the, eight, the uh, um, agenda of the brand. Yeah. So it's called ideologue because an ideologue is an adherent of an ideology. Hey. And so uh, I did that and then like there's messaging that's semi, it's kind of humorous. Like the posters were like, this is a poster for Ideologue and stuff like that. So, no, I thought the setup was great. And in fact, we've got, we've got the, the, book. the brand standards, yeah. The Bible. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. That's, that's what my instructor said. He was like, he's like, well, if you're going to be giving away the, the graphic standards manual and that's like the main thing, it should yeah. be like your Bible, you know, the I Bible like for your brand. I feel like I should have and just hang on to. Yeah. And like to read through and to like, that, that was the point, so I'm to glad really, that really that's like the... To help me strip away all that. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that was the point. Like, I'm so glad you're saying that. It's, it's a genius. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad someone that 
to something simple rather than like haha yeah like loud. superficial yeah i think genuality and then like sincereness and realness lies in in that mm-hmm. for cool sure. i'm really glad that that was your interpretation Always. of that and i'll let you know for real <laughs> yeah um what what's some advice that you'd want to give to an individual that's wanting to attend art school what's some things that you could tell them like so to, to succeed uh, I actually said this in the new acceptance video. It's the welcome to KCAI video that, hey. that they just made. Yeah. Um, they asked me. They asked me the exact same question. They're like, just say congrats and then say like a little piece of advice that you would give to a student coming into art school. And it's don't be afraid to get excited about your work, because what's going to happen is is that there's going to be fellow students that might not be so excited, and it can kind of fuck with you a little bit. And I've, I've talked, to this, uh, talked about this with my instructors, too. They're like, um, I'm like, yo, dude, like, I'll get excited in the studio and people will be like, shut me down. Like, they're like, oh, you know, Alex, he's getting excited about graphic design. It's his life again. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yo, don't, don't let that get to you. Yeah. So, how, how, how have you been able to, um, to that or to just go through it? So I'm, I'm kind of like a, a, a philosophical person. You are so, Yeah. Um, and that's, what, that's the best intro I could have gave you, too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. A theologian. Uh, I'm not really a theologian. That, I know, but, yeah. Hey. yeah. Uh, that's a little bit more religious. Uh, okay, let's not use that. <laughs> um, a little bit of stoicism oh. mixed in with a little bit of self-reliance. Right. Good old Emerson, but it's just like, just do your thing. Help other people, but at the same time, don't let other people get you down. You know, try, yeah. to, try to build everybody around you up. Be an example, yeah. stuff like that. How, how have you been able to, as an artist, especially going into 2020, been able to, one, define yourself, and then not to be um, comparison without, with what's going on outside of art school or even like on Instagram, on Twitter? Mm-hmm. How do you stay in your own lane to create something that you want? to do that's uh that's really difficult to do um because especially nowadays like you're bombarded with uh messaging and images and stuff like that um it's hard to not be influenced by outside things positively and negatively yeah positively and negatively yeah um i don't know i i I tried my best to uh look at things that are on, no, I, I look at everything. You know, I, I look at um, design in other countries. I look at, uh, I, I can pretty much see, like if I look at a fellow student's work without them being there, I know that they made it. Um, I don't really know. That's, that's, a, that's a tough one. Okay. I hope you find out. Yeah. I, I think right now, just like to try to answer it as best as I can is um, I'm definitely a modernist. So I try to just stick with that. You know, I try not to let my work get too wild. I like to keep things simple, you know? So that, that's the best I can. Keeping level-headed. Yeah. Focused. Mm-hmm. What's one word that describes you? Oh, shit. And you know all these words. <laughs> you know a lot of words, my dude, so. Yeah. Uh, Probably, it's a thinker. 
Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to fuck this I, up. Should I, don't I throw some words out? No, no. No? Okay. Just Problem. from the outside looking in. You can edit out the long silence. No, it's great. Um, just hang in there. <laughs> How about you think about it? We'll get back to it. I don't know. I really want to. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I want to talk about your goals this year, especially as a student. And then graduating, quote unquote, mm -hmm. this semester, but coming back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's, any goals in mind? Goals. Get a job. Okay. J-O-B. Become financially independent. That's the word. Um, have a good living situation. Mm. Hopefully, I'll, I'll be figuring that out soon before the semester starts. Uh, get experience in an agency and then become a freelancer as soon as possible mm. and read a shit ton of books. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Uh, any projects this year? Projects, galleries, anything? That I'm excited about yeah. or that are coming up? Um, end of semester senior show. Yeah. Uh, that'll be a big production, hopefully. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Uh, we'll be designing the identity for that and uh, showcasing all of our work from the entire uh, time at KCAI. Um, what else? I think that's about it. I think I'm going to be redoing my website. For sure. So that's going to be a big project. That's about it. One last question. I want you to finish the sentence for me. I'm a graphic designer because... Because I love typography. I love books. I love... Um, this is going to sound very broad, images, um, and the combination of both of those. And I like making functional, pretty things. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, the show. man. Um, listeners, so uh, Nate with Street Wave. Um, you know where to find us. We're on all platforms, including uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You already know. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Street Wave, S T R W E T W A W V E. You already know. And then check out my homie Alex. What's your Instagram, brother? Alex Lee Duncan. Yeah, go check out his work, listeners. All right. Appreciate you. And we out.